Sales is just question asking, listening, and it's tonality. If you can ask the right questions in the right manner and you can solve the problem that your prospect has, there's really no reason why that prospect wouldn't want to do business with you. So why would your seller move if they have a two, 4% interest rate to get a six, seven, 8% interest rate? Doesn't make sense. When you can figure out emotionally what's going on in their life, you can actually start to figure out what's going on in their life. Maybe that extra 200 or 2000 in payments don't matter because what's it costing you to stay in the same position? What they're missing out on is a lot more than what the money is. Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome back. My name is Vikram Diol and I wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for subscribing, for liking. Thank you for you being you, because without you, we wouldn't be here. Whether you're listening to this on Spotify or your favorite podcast channel, I really appreciate you because I am trying to impact the lives of tens of thousands of real estate agents, and I can't do it without your help. So without further ado, let's jump into it. So I have a new client that I started working with, and it's a person who I've known for a really long time, really good human being. And when I spoke with them, I asked them what their challenges are and how long they've been dealing with it, right? Because sales is just question asking, it's listening and it's tonality, right? If you can ask the right questions in the right manner and you can solve the problem that your prospect has, there's really no reason why that prospect wouldn't want to do business with you. Now there's factors like money, which, you know, they don't have the money, they don't have money, nothing you can do. But if they do have the money, there's really no reason why they shouldn't work with you, right? You are a professional, you know the market, you know the process, you know how to write contracts, you know how to protect them, I hope. And if you don't know that, those are things you should learn, but there's no reason why they should work with your competitor versus you. And you not having experience in the market isn't really an excuse because you can get a mentor. You can get somebody like, you could have brought me in on your deals and I would have gladly collected a check to teach you how to X, Y, and Z. So there's really never a lack of resources. There's just lack of resourcefulness. And if you don't have something in today's information age and you're not out there actively seeking to find it, that is a you thing, not a them thing. That is a 100% my responsibility. So in this episode, I wanted to dive into the mindset around why agents lose so much money trying to find the now business, right? There is very little now business in the current economic state that the Western world is in, right? North America, the US and Canada. A lot of our now business, right? The, the lay down sales that we had are gone because the market's shifted. And because the market has shifted, and because we don't have the same buyer and seller pool, why don't people want to sell, right? I talked to an old client yesterday because somebody reached out and said, hey, Vic, I got a builder that's interested in your client's lot. Okay, great. No problem. Give him a call. He's like, Vic, why would I move? I bought this house with a 3% interest rate. Why would I move to a 7% interest rate if the offer is not super sexy? And I said, I'm just passing along the message, bro. Somebody asked me if you're interested in selling. I said, I'll talk to him. See what, see what's up. So why would your seller move if they have a three, two, four percent interest rate to get a six, seven, eight percent interest rate? Doesn't make sense, right? Doesn't make sense. 
But if you can figure out why they raised their hands, if you can figure out why they reached out in the first place, you can actually start to figure out what's going on in their life. When you can figure out emotionally what's going on in their life, maybe that extra 200 or 2000 or $14,000 in payments don't matter because what they're missing out on is a lot more than what the money is, right? Everybody says, oh, well, why would I move with a 7% interest rate? Well, what's it costing you to stay in the same position, right? If your kids need to get to a new school district, sure, absolutely. You can, you can stay here at this school district, but what's it costing you? I literally coached one of my clients and the buyer decided to buy because of this, they were a buyer seller, possibly a buyer and keep the house as a rental. They, they have plenty of money. They said, well, we want to get a new home. And the guy said, well, tell me more. Well, our kids need to get it to a new school. Okay. And he asked some great questions. He just wasn't able to wrap it up, right? He wasn't able to wrap it up because he's brand new to the program. I've only been there for two weeks, but he's like, Vic, they told me everything. It was crazy. It's like, normally my conversations are four bed, three bath. When do you want to buy? You're pre-approved, right? He's like, they told me everything. And he said, you know, what I found out was that if they stay in the same home, they're going to send their kids to four years of private school. How much is a private school? He says, I don't know. So, well, do you have this thing called internet? He's like, I do. It's like, let's Google it. He's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. So we Googled the school. Guess what? $35,000 a year base, right? That's the minimum that they're going to spend. But it could go up to 40, 45, depending on if they do any like extracurriculars. I don't know what it was, but he's like somewhere between 35 to $45,000 a year. I was like, okay, that's interesting. So what we did was we grabbed our little phone, right? We grabbed our phone and I said, do the math. Let's say they live in this house for four and a half years, right? Let's say they live in the house for four and a half years, okay? That's 12, 24, 36, 48 payments. He goes, yeah, okay, great. 48 payments. Let's say that the payments, right? Let's say that the payments, because the interest rate went from, let's say he was going to get a four to a four and a half to a six and a half, seven. He's like, okay, that sounds fair. So let's say the interest rate goes up two, two and a half, three percent. Do the math. He did the math. The payment was like, you know, because they were buying the houses in that neighborhood, I think were somewhere in the 1.7 to 2.5 range. So he did the math. Guess what? The payments were like, Fifteen to eighteen hundred dollars more than what they were a few years ago. I, I don't know what the what the exact numbers were. I said, okay, take that and times it by forty-eight. He's like, okay, four years of payments to this private school, which the parents did, like the client really didn't want to send his kids to, but that was the second option. They really wanted to go into the new neighborhood, right? They wanted to get into a bigger home, right? They want to be closer to their family and friends that live in that neighborhood. That's where they spend all their time anyways. It's a 30 minute commute each way. The kids are always there anyways. The parents are always there anyways, or the prospects are always there anyways. So they're already in the neighborhood all the time. Their favorite stores and restaurants are there. So when you add up the lifestyle component, when you add up everything, right? The extra payments over four years actually were lower than sending the kids to private school for four years. And he's like, holy shit, I never thought of that. But because he asked great questions, because he was using conscious tonality, because he was using the conscious communication method, which we train inside the Real Estate Sales Academy, it's what we train to all of our clients, how to be a conscious communicator, conscious tonality, conscious question asking, conscious listening. Because he was able to hear that, and he was able to get 
some of the pain out of them. We had something that we can actually go back and follow up with the prospect on. Which, instead of just saying like the standard, hey, how you doing? I'm just calling to check in on you, right? Which never works. You want to get hung up on or you want to get told to call me back? Just say, hey, I'm calling to check in on you. You'll get so many like call me backs in three months, four months, six months, right? Which is why people don't like to prospect because they don't get real results because it's hard. When you don't have a process, it's hard. And so he calls him back and he's like, hey, um, so-and-so, I, I, I wanted to talk about, right? He just went right in. He's like, hey, Bob, what's up? Hey, it's Mario. Hey, Mario, how's it going? That's oh, good, good, good. Hey, Bob, you know, I was thinking about you guys and I, and I, and I decided to run some numbers um, would, would you be opposed to me sharing what I found? And Bob's like, no, not at all. Because he had a great conversation in the beginning. So Bob already trusted him. He's like, Hey Bob, let me, let me tell you some numbers. He's like, yeah, sure. He's like, if you were to buy now with the higher interest rate and you put 25% down, like you told me you wanted and you bought this price point house, your payment a few months, a few years ago would have been X, right? But those, those are gone. So it doesn't matter. It's gone, but it would have been X. He's like, oh wow. Yeah. He's like, and your payments today are going to be Y. And the guy's like, oh, dude, wow, that's like crazy. He's like, yeah. He's like, but you also told me, right? Remember when you told me, right? Not you told me. Remember when you told me that you were going to send your kids to private school? Yeah. Well, I did some research on that too. I I just want to make sure my numbers match yours. But how much is that private school? And the guy's like, somewhere around like 40 grand a year per kid. Okay. And you got two kids, like blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah. He's like, so... If you were to pay 40 grand cash out of pocket every year for your kids, that's how much per year? He's like, well, probably, you know, the first kid will probably go through high school here. And then the second kid halfway through, maybe we'll, we'll pull them out. Okay. So 40 grand times four is what? The guy's like 160 plus another, how much? He's like, plus like 40 to 80 grand more. So he's like somewhere right, like 240 or something. He's like, yeah. And the guy was like, whoa, that's a lot of money. He's like, oh yeah. I mean- I agree. It is a lot of money, but that's what you guys want to do. And the guy started putting the numbers together because he started looking at the monthly payment, right? And let's say it was two grand more. He started looking at the monthly payment. He's like, wait a minute. If we get into the new home and we save the money that we spent on private school and our kids are closer, right? The guy started putting the pieces of the puzzle together. It's like, and the kids are closer to who we want to be and we're in the right neighborhood. That would be really awesome. And then my client goes, yeah. And think about like all the restaurants and think about like the lifestyle component as well. Getting your kids in that upper echelon of people that you guys want to be around. What does that do for your lifestyle? And the guy was like, oh, well, we didn't really think about that that much. And like the drive time, how much time do you guys spend in the car right now? He's like, oh God, like every week it's hours. Yeah. What happens? Like what happens if you don't have to drive that much? Oh, I don't know. It's, I guess, I guess we have more time with the family, more time to do this, more time to do that. Yeah. Maybe because he's an entrepreneur, maybe you could spend more time working on your business, right? That extra three or four hours, maybe you could put that into your business and generate an extra couple of thousand dollars a month to cover the payment. What what about that? He's like, I didn't even really think about that. Super smart dude, right? Buying a couple million dollar home, super smart family. Sometimes we don't think about these things. And when you make assumptions as a salesperson that just because they're at this level, right, of success, they're going to get it. So they grab the phone and start punching numbers. The guy goes, well, shucks, it might not actually be that bad of a deal for us to buy now. It's like, yeah. He's like, and then if rates go down, what could you guys possibly do if rates go down? What, what, what could you possibly do? 
And the guy's like, well, what, I don't know. Like, what could we do? Huh? They started thinking about it. And they started brainstorming. He's like, oh, we could refinance the house. Oh yeah. And then if you refinance the house, what happens? He's like, well, I get a lower rate and I get a great payment. He's like, yeah. And what else happens in the market when, when rates come down, what do you think is going to happen in the market? Are there going to be more or less buyers? He's like, well, there's going to be a lot more buyers, I'd assume. He's like, because we wanted to lower rate. He's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And if there's more buyers in the market, what is going to happen to prices? He's like, well, prices are going to go up. He's like, and that's why you guys didn't buy in 2021, because you guys didn't want to deal with that, right? Actually, he asked the question. He's like, well, why didn't you guys buy in 2021 again? The guy's like, oh, remember? I told you because it was too competitive. He's like, oh, yeah. Well, do you want to be in a competitive market where the prices are high and the rates are lower? Would you rather lock in the savings now and get the equity, which might negate the higher payments and get your kids into the right school district and this? And the guy's like, oh, I want that. And then this is where he hit him with the, the real question, right? The zinger. He's like, but what happens if you guys stay in the same place and you guys have to go and buy a home in two years that's more expensive right? The rates come down and you guys have to go competitive and you have to pay 10 or 15% over the listing price. And what happens if rates only come down from like whatever they're at to 5% instead of like the four or the three that you wanted and your payment only changes by $750 instead of the 2000 you were hoping for? What then? And what if your kids don't get like around those people that you really want them to be around? Like what happens then? And all of a sudden, guess what? The money became unimportant. That extra two grand a month, guess what? They blow that on nonsensical things. Your clients blow that on Netflix and Disney and Hulu Plus and ESPN and all sorts of nonsense subscriptions, right? Like people blow a lot of money on a lot of really stupid things because they don't realize it. And when he put it into perspective, the guy was like, oh my God, do you think like maybe we could sit down and meet and talk about this with my wife so that I can get hurt? to see what I just saw. Yeah, I think I could arrange that, right? Like who's not going to want that? This conversation went from a, we're not ready to buy in a, for a couple of years until the market shifts. We're not ready to buy until interest rates come down. We're not ready to buy until this, this, and this happens to, well, maybe we should have a conversation around that. Maybe we should think about the alternative options out there. Maybe we, maybe we can pay a little bit extra and get the rate we want. Maybe we can do this. Maybe we can do that. But guess what? When he asked the questions, we were able to come up with a solution that could potentially solve the problem. Now, if he didn't ask those questions, right? If he would have done his basic, right? Regurgitated, nonsensical bullshit script that his broker gave him that they've been using for, bro, this is going to be the script that changes your life. How do you know? We've been using the same script for 30 years. We haven't We've made some updates to it, but we haven't changed the script in 30 years. It's been working so well for us, right? Maybe not 30, maybe 10. Well, has the marketplace changed in 10 years? Does the consumer have access to information now that they didn't have access to in 10 years? Yeah, they do. There's so much information that they don't really need us all the time. And so when he started to ask those questions, problem, solution, boom, salesperson right in the middle. And because he was part of the solution and he was able to ask the questions to make the prospect answer and see that, wait a minute, there's another reality because he was conscious around his communication method because he used a great neutral tone throughout the call 
because he had the right cadence, even though it was probably a little faster in some spots. It, his tone was probably a little off in some spots, right? Because he's brand new. He went from a client that was, bro, these leads are like all the same, right? These leads are all the same. They're all wanting to wait. Nobody wants to buy. Nobody wants to move to he's got a sit down appointment with the buyer and seller. Now, is that everybody? Yeah, it is everybody. Everybody has an emotional reason why they reached out, but logically they block you. Emotionally, they want a change, but logically they have to block you because we hate salespeople and we hate being sold to, but we love coming up with solutions and buying things. We love that. Sales is allowing people to see the change they want to make and then being the vehicle to get to where they want to go. Now, some people, when you have these conversations, guess what? Some people are going to be three years out and that's okay. Let me tell you, I taught my team and I teach my clients to sit down with everybody, right? My sales coach, I have a sales coach and I asked him, I said, Hey, like unqualified people, what do we do with it? This was, was like a year and a half, two years ago. Like, Hey, you know, these unqualified people that we don't have a, an, a product for at the moment, what do I do with them? He's like, what do you think? I was like, well, there are people that need help. He's like, give them some free resources. I was like, okay. He's like, you need to practice your pitch on real people. So you need to practice your process on real people. It's like, oh, that makes sense. He's like, so sit down with them. And if they buy, it's a bonus. And if they don't, well, you got practice. So it's still what you need. It's like, okay, that makes sense. He's like, if your calendar's so full that you couldn't possibly take another appointment, then by all means, Vic, send them to the chat, DM them, do something else. He's like, but until your calendar's packed with so much that you can't do anymore, even if you wanted to, he's like, you should meet with them. So if your calendar is so busy with now business, because I know that's what agents say to me all the time, Vic, I need qualified leads. What's a qualified lead? I don't know. Okay. Well, if you don't know, I don't know. If you don't know what a qualified lead is, I don't know what a qualified lead is, right? Because I don't know what you define as a qualified lead, right? So they say, well, qualified lead is somebody who is ready to buy now. Well, that means they're ready to buy. So they're pre-approved down payment in hand, they know exactly the neighborhood they want to be in. They know exactly the houses that they want to look at. They know exactly the places they want to be. They know exactly the process that they need to go through. They know exactly the inspection process that they need to go through, the financing process, the title, which means if they know all that stuff, what do they need you for? What do they need you for, right? If WebMD was so good, why go to the doctor? Like some of the things that real estate agents say just doesn't make sense right? I love you guys. That's why I do this. Like, trust me, wrangling real estate agents is a very tough gig. Y'all, y'all are very tough because your broker told you, oh, you don't need a coach. You just show up to our team meetings. Is every agent in your office successful? Probably not. Are most successful? Probably not. Right? I know agents. I know offices have 300 agents. The office puts, we have 300 agents. I said, how many of them are making six figures? I talked to these agents. I, I talked to these, these brokers. How many of your agents make six figures a year? Because I don't think anybody gets into real estate to make less than that. And they're like, oh, like maybe, you know, percentage wise. I'm like, yeah, percentage wise, like 15, 20%. So what, what are the other 80% doing? Well, you know, there, there's some part-timers. Okay. What about the other, you know, 60%? Why aren't they all making six figures? If you guys have training and support and you offer the best and the best of the best, why aren't they making six figures? Well, the reason why they're not making six figures 
is because something's missing, something's broken. And if you could do it with what you had, you would. So in closing, right, in closing, the skills that you need, right, the skills that you must have in order to be successful in 2023 and four and five in this new market, in this new economy are probably not the same skills that you learned 10 years ago. If you're not consciously communicating, if you're not building trust right out the gate, if you're not keeping your prospects guard down, if you don't have a set process that's getting you the consistent results you want, there's probably a change you need to make. And it's not the leads and it's not the market because are there agents in your market right now winning and succeeding? If so, they're calling the same people you are, but they're doing something differently and they're not getting better leads. Their sphere isn't huge and they're getting a billion dollars in sales from their sphere. They just have a better sales process. 